It's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the profanity nation, we running the town here. It's the profanity nation. Hey there, welcome, and thank you for watching the Profanity Nation podcast. As you can see, <laughs> we're a little bit alone here. Uh, however, that is going to change. We have a guest on the show, Andrea. Uh, we, of course, moved to a new studio, so sometimes that's difficult to find. So she is on her way, and Money Mike is there to save the day. But we are here, and we will hold it down until they get here, and yep. you guys will, you know, that's what happens on a live show. The show must go on, right? You got to go on. All right. So as usual, of course, this is the Profanity Nation podcast. We are the voice of the professional fan. And what that means is we are your voice. We provide your voice we try to bring the 300 sections down into the podcast studio we give you the true opinion of what the fans are thinking right stat yes sir i mean oh. that's what you know that's exactly the, the whole show is about gear, gear for the fans so. exactly and as usual uh i am joined here we'll introduce buddy mike when he comes but as usual i'm, I'm joined here by my buddy stat pat yes, sir. uh stat you you are well aware of the lakers position right now we all have concerns, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. That's what one of our guests is going to be here, Andrea. She is so knowledgeable. Well, she's from Clubhouse, so we know. Yeah. If you watch the show or if you listen to the show, then you know Andrea. She knows what she's talking about. But we always start the show, and we're going to continue to start the show like we always do with our boy Marco Nunez. Hey, Marco, how you doing? How's everyone today? All right, Good. all right. We're holding down. You got to do it, right? You just got to move forward. You got to keep on trucking, as they say. <laughs> the show must go on. You know, uh, at one point, I think the Lakers played with only nine players. So, you know, we're playing with two. And that's just the way it goes. Sometimes people right. go down for different reasons. Um, Marco, you know, the Lakers, uh, they're, I don't think they're necessarily finding their stride. But news is uh, that LeBron's abdominal injury is kind of coming around. Now, that news kind of broke after there was some sort of either uh, misinformation or something stating that he might be out for an extended period of time. Um, but that didn't end up happening or we don't know yet. So, um, you know, what should we expect from, you know, LeBron coming back at his age, always take that into account with this type of injury. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the one thing that you want to look at uh, primarily, and it was the same thing that was kind of occurring last year with um, Anthony Davis is you want to make sure that there's no, what we call compensatory patterns or movements, you know, obviously if he comes back a little bit too early, he's having some discovery, he can move properly. Um, the, the abdominals or the rectus abdominis muscles is one of your main core stability muscles in there. It connects to the pelvis. So like I tell everybody, when you think of the pelvis, you think of it as a teeter-totter. One area is tight, one area is weak. It can mess up the teeter-totter, and then it, the athlete tends to compensate in a different area. They may result with a different injury. They may result with something uh, strain or anything of that sort. So, you know, him obviously him being a little bit older, I wouldn't call him old yet, but older, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's things that you have to kind of keep it on. But even then, even if it wasn't him, you know, an athlete that was older, this this injury itself or whatever athlete is, what's a younger athlete, you still want to kind of keep an eye on that type of thing. Um, yes, I heard about the reports that there was potentially that you know, he could have been out or a little bit longer. Um, I know one of the issues was that they that the Lakers never stated whether it was a first, second, or third degree strain. So that kind of leaves speculation to a lot of people. It's like, you know, is it, are they not saying anything? So because it's so bad that they don't want to say anything type of thing. 
Um, so, you know, usually a, a mild strain can be anywhere between one to two weeks, usually between like seven to 14 days. Mm-hmm. And, and and the way it sounds is that he might have just kind of tweaked it, had a mild little strain. So he's kind of back on the court. So he should be back within like the two week period of the of the of the strain. Um, something that's more severe then you're looking more at about six week, you know, six week process. But it doesn't sound like it that, that, that we're in that in that area right now, at least right now. Do teams actually worry about what is released and injury reports and things like that? Or do, do, for the most part, they just kind of call it as they see it. Are there really games being played, you know, back there? And what are the benefits to that? Uh, well, you see, one of the issues with this nowadays is, um, is, is, well, not even nowadays, is that the way you think about it is that play any medical information is the, the the players own that it's you know just like if you go you go to the doctor the doctor cannot just pay call you know release information that you know um that, that you came in for a cold that you came in for this so it, it goes out to the hipaa violation the hipaa stuff so if an athlete doesn't want anything released out there the team cannot just go out and say hey you know what let's report even though the athlete doesn't want to um so nowadays especially in the the athlete has a lot of more has more power so they kind of dictated this out okay you know i want this to be released i don't want this to be released um i know that was a case you know last year or a year and a half ago with the whole um uh the coronavirus some athletes you know some teams were releasing who had the coronavirus some athletes were like you know we're not gonna release anything they're just not playing today type of thing so it comes down to that where the athlete has possession of of their um their medical history their medical information and they just dictate whether what's going to be released or not and, and that started happening maybe about 10 years also when the agents also got really, really involved with it, where they kind of dictate um, later down the road, I can tell you other stories about my involvement and interaction with agents themselves. All right. Perfect. Look, I, I think somebody's here. Uh, let's bring them in right now. Will you, will you stay with us really quick, Marco? Yeah. I'll hang tight. All right. Absolutely. Let's bring them in here. Of course, with, with no further ado, our guest has arrived. Andrea, how you doing? Sweetie? Thank you for being here. Here we go. Let's get you going. So that is working. And then you have a set of headphones right over there to your left. Money Mike will assist you with that. Thank you for having me. Oh, we can't wait. This is great. We've been wanting to do this for a while. Yes. Much deserved. Let me tell you. Oh, these headsets are great. All right. You can hear everything okay? Yes. I can hear you. Hi, guys. Hi there. Hey, Marco. Okay, so Money Mike, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm great. I'm great. How you doing? How's oh, everybody doing? Here? Great, great. Do you want to get right into any questions with Marco? So, Marco, I want to ask you about our boy Reeves, right? They they, they basically said that he had a hamstring injury, and uh, they said that, that uh, he didn't respond to the treatment. And then they said 10 days. What that mean? What does that mean, what does that mean? I, he didn't respond to the treatment? <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that sounds like his muscle ignored him. You know what I mean? And so he was kind of allergic to whatever treatment they, that they gave right. him. So, uh, <laughs> like and you have a reaction to it and you swell up type hey. of thing. Hey. Um, well, no, I mean, Bottom line, one, we got to find out what, what kind of treatment they were doing. I don't know whether they were doing something as far as PRP, especially with a hamstring strain or any kind of muscular strain. If they, they suspect that the athlete is going to be out for like two to four weeks, sometimes they'll do like a PRP treatment type of thing and see how the body reacts. And, and they'll do it under ultrasound. They'll do an MRI and see if the tear is kind of the, the tear that's in there start, is starting to kind of heal up 
or scar over. Maybe perhaps they didn't see the results that they wanted to see within after one week or, or two week period. They're like, hey, you know what? We're hoping for him to be a little uh, further down the road type of thing or, or, or kind of more healed. Um, two, you know, I don't know as far as how he progressed. And the one thing you got to consider it is that everybody's body heals completely different. Um, you know, if uh, I tell everybody, if you have a, three athletes that sustain an ankle sprain, the very same game, they're all going to come back different times. There's no guarantee that they will return the exact same day and the, at the same time type of thing. So it, it just depends. Um, but I guess the first question is, you know, what kind of treatment did he never, did, did he not respond to? Okay, Marco. Um, so I was reading about uh, just uh, the two guys on the team that had like the same injury. So I think it was uh, Rondo also had um, a hamstring injury. And so they said that he had um, that Reeves had an overt strain. Like, wh- what would that? What is an overt strain? I don't. I don't understand that. That you know the, the terminology. An overt strain. Yeah, I read that somewhere, man. <laughs> yeah, so you, you don't understand it either. That's the problem. I, I assume they knew what they were talking about. I read, <laughs> I read that off the off the website, but um, yeah, an overt O V E R T. That's how they spelled it. Um, overt strain, and um, I was still trying to figure it out because I know pretty, you know. English. You like pretty, to consider yourself yeah, kind of smart. Yeah, I'm, pretty high. I'm, not, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be a teacher here. I'm trying to, you know, teach you. Um, but yeah, I don't know what an overt strain is. I'm, I'm going to take a mulligan on this one because I'm a little bit at a loss as well. <laughs> That'll be my okay. one mulligan for the year. Okay, there's no problem. Deal. You, you've deserved yeah. that. Then I'm going to just uh, I'm calling it like like credibility. But, but I'm know, curious. I'm actually going to go the, research exactly on the source. On the source. Now, the, the question is also, I, I guess, is when you have a hamstring strain, um, is it more in the belly, the muscle? If it's in the, if it's in the center of the muscle, more likely it's going to it's going to heal a lot better, a lot quicker. Um, if it's more kind of proximal or distal or away from the center or closer to the tendon, especially if it's in the tendon because it's very low for, for blood supply in the tendon, that takes a little bit longer to kind of heal. Um, so I don't know. That's that's maybe one of one of the issues that, that you might be having. Hmm. Deal. Money, Mike. Uh, nope, I, I see a nodding head. No, what does that mean? Man, listen. I mean, it, it, it just doesn't. It does. It does doesn't make sense because it's, it, it, I hate the. <laughs> what what I hate is the the unknown. You know what I mean? Like I like you know I, you know me. I like to know like you know if 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 you broke a hand, you know we're gonna be gone six weeks. So it's the unknown for me. Uh, with my, but with Mister Reeds, but apparently, it's gonna have to we, accept it. We, we're gonna have to accept that. <laughs> Who else is injured? Uh, we got we got Trevor. His bone is still healing. His bone is still healing. We, we discussed uh, uh, LeBron already, so you'll have to watch the replay for that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he has his abdominals, so. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. coming back, so he's coming back soon, so it's a good thing. Yeah. All right, Marco, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, please let everybody know the best way to keep in touch and keep up to date with what you've got going on. Yeah, everybody. Um, if you guys have any questions regarding sports injuries or your fans football or anything like that, you're welcome to DM me on my Instagram at Marco A. Nunez 17. Or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance, where I put in weekly uh, sportsman tips of the weeks. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week, Marco. Thank you, Marco. Okay. All right, Marco. Have a good one. All right. So he brought us some good information. Again, we talked about LeBron really quick. I will bring you up to date. Um, you know, obviously, he said that the Lakers never released what grade that the strain was Mm -hmm. and that's what led everybody to kind of speculate. And we asked as to why maybe he, that wasn't released. Uh, That is all based on player 
and player discretion, not team. Um, players can decide what medical information they are willing to release and not. So I thought that maybe uh, that could be the team trying to hide information and so forth. Uh, supposedly, okay. we're being told that that is the player's discretion. You know, look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, the, the reason why that doesn't make sense. Well, I, let's say this. I hope the team knows. Right. Like if we if we go back to like the Clippers, for example, last season, they knew that Kawhi wasn't coming back. That's why he was in the luxury box. Did so, they tell the, the other players or were yeah, they wondering yeah, every right. freaking day? You know what I mean? I mean, because see, you have to game plan, you know, based on what your availability is. Yeah. And if you had to plan out, you know, maybe the next five games. You know, because, you know, everybody knows that they have that one scout that goes and, and scouts, the you know, the upcoming games. And then you have to, you know, figure out what your play, what your game play going to be, your defense that you're not going to run and the offense that you're not going to play because they might run to the three-point line. Right. Unless Ronald's there. Uh, you know, yeah. so I at least hope the Lakers know. Uh, I, think, other, yeah. I think the Clippers are a different story because yeah. Kawhi has a degenerative issue, right? right? So it's more so I know that it's a slow decline where he is at. So the team is in the know of where you're progressing on the scale, right? Mm -hmm. With LeBron, like he's getting these these. <laughs> These injuries were like, where in the world? When did it happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. Can you pinpoint where it transpired? Because nah. I'm trying to keep up with you, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, because we saw somebody fall on his ankle again. And, yeah, then, and that wasn't an issue. And it's all, right. All, right. Yeah. all right. Now, now what I'm going to do, okay, <laughs> because of the odd start to the show, we have to have a proper yes. introduction. Yes, so, so everybody who's watching, listening, stick with us. I'm just going to run our normal commercial. We're going to come in. We're going to do this properly. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legs is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Good. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. It's hot. Hey, here we go. This is the restart of the <laughs> Profanity Nation podcast. Thank you for joining us. And as usual, I am joined here now by my buddy Money Mike, Stat Pat, yep. and we have a very special guest that gets a proper introduction here. Mike, introduce our guest, please. Man, let me tell you guys, man. Every every week, everybody knows that uh, we're the official sponsor of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club. And every week, uh, we have a star that comes in and just kills it. And we just, every time we, every time we close the show, we walk out like, man, Andrea, man, that, <laughs> That we love her. That's our girl. Like yeah. she knows she, down, we have to get her in she here. knows more than us. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, we gotta have her come and say, Andrea, you, I hit her up like, hey, you in LA? Cool. You gotta come into the studio so we could do this live because there's nothing like having the energy of being in person and, and to talk about our, our favorite team, the Lakers. So yes. I want to introduce everybody straight off of uh, Los Angeles Lakers fan club. Uh, Andrea Black, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, guys. Finally, I truly awesome. appreciate it. Thank Finally, you, guys. Man. Oh, you're welcome. Finally, thank you dude. so much for I'm being here. I'm so happy here. to be here. Finally, man. Yeah. So happy. Yeah, and the proper introduction. That was much thank due. You. That's thank for sure. Like. Yeah, no uh, problem. Okay, Andrea, so you are a big Laker fan. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, but 
you're extremely educated Laker and basketball fan. Uh, let's start before we get into Lakers. I'm kind of curious kind of where that got started. Where did your love for basketball and the Lakers get started? Uh, so I am my dad's first child. My dad um, instilled he was a basketball and a football coach. So I was the firstborn for my father. And because he didn't have a son, ta-da, you know, it gets introduced to me. Right. I'm playing football, basketball, and volleyball. So I'm introduced to every sport known to man and knowing the inner works, X's and O's of everything. So that's exactly where my love came from. Nice. So, but it stuck. You actually liked it. Then. Absolutely. Yeah, because parents sometimes can force you to do it. I mean, you're going to love right. it. Right. <laughs> so but when you're when you're in the, the forum and when you're literally watching like magic and you're watching Kobe, it's like, okay, I'm convinced, dude. How I'm literally that? a fan. Mm -hmm. It is, it, it is what it is. Nice. So has it always been Lakers? Absolutely. Yeah. No divvy. No, no divvy whatsoever. <laughs> it's Lakers all day. Good. You know what? But but with that, you're you're not a homer. You call it as you see it. You Absolutely. call it as you see it. If the Lakers are defunct, they're doing something wrong, you're going to hold them accountable. You're not blind to the fact because, you know, when, when you hear other announcers, especially you, we rarely get to listen to the visiting team's announcers and so forth. But there's a lot of homers out there. They Their team can do no wrong and yeah. this and that. You fact. Know, Stu has always been honest. Chick was always honest. Mm -hmm. um, you're honest. I am. That's important. Very much so. Very much so. Mike would like to believe he's honest too. <laughs> oh, I'm really honest. Everybody know where I stand, man, all the time. Man. You know, because you know, I, I I'm looking at this like, what what are we doing? I mean, I, we was at the Charlotte game, and I was pouring out to. I said, look, Rondo's in there. Everybody's cutting. Dude. As soon as Rondo got There's off movement. the court, as soon as Rondo got off the court, everybody went to the three point line and stood around. And stood around. And I was like, what are you doing? Nobody goes what? inside. And then, then Rondo got kicked out the game. Oh, <laughs> but, okay. the, but the crazy part about it is, the thing about Rondo is, his IQ is so high, and he knows exactly where to pass the ball, hit cutters, pass it to the mid-range, the players, where they like their shots. And it's like he fits perfectly. Right. It's like when he came in, we were down by six. Yeah. Then all of a sudden he gets ejected. We're up by 14. Right. But he's directing. He's he's, he's going out there. He's actually shows that there's a, oh, wait, guys, we have an offense. What What is, what is that? <laughs> That's a play. I mean, it's night and day difference. Absolutely. And then it just was really scary when the pregame talk from Vogel and he's like, yeah, our only two point guard tonight is Westbrook. Now they, they went out and won, but you're just like, oh man, because <laughs> well, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I, I, I do they have practice? That's my question. Because, and who's running it? Because, hey, last year, last year we were at uh, uh, the practice facility. You, you remember that? Jason Kidd, literally, you know, they have two. Uh, you, you guys have to go to the practice facility. They have two full-fledged uh, courts, right? Two, uh, two of them. Jason Kidd was on the other court where there was no basketball being played, swear to God. Uh, am I lying? Mm -mm. Vogo was over there off of the side, and then you had Rondo. I'm not Rondo. You had uh, LeBron telling everybody what to do. That's what it seems like is happening. Do yeah. you not see right. the sidelines? Yeah. Like Vogel doesn't say anything unless it has to do with defense. Where I don't know where the yeah. heck that is. Right, right. Now. and you've got Bron right there, right in right the middle. There. I'm, I, yeah. We saw that, especially against the Hornets. I'm like. Step down. What are you doing? Dude, there's some times where you see LeBron like looking over Vogel's shoulder and pointing down on the clipboard, like, yeah, right. go go here. Yeah. Like, go here. And you'd be like, damn, like, for real, like, why are you over the shoulder? <laughs> and, Le and Le LeBron right. should not know more than Vogel. 
But you know he does, though. Yes, he does. That's the thing. Yes, See, I'm going to tell y'all, look, because everybody remember the Phil Jackson days. And Phil Jackson, they, those huddles were, were, were funny, too, because literally they were all being a circle amongst themselves, and the coaches would be all in the subtle mustard down. And then, like, like, last three seconds, seconds, last 10 seconds, they go in there and go, you know, they say something, and they go art break, and they go run and win the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when, but you knew he had them in check because when he whistled, everybody stopped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you knew those practices were something else. Yeah. You don't see any of that right there. Nope. You know, Phil, Phil was asked about that in a like a town hall I went to. Uh, he was sitting there with Mitch, and he was asked about that. And, and exactly what he said. He said, he said, you know, uh, coaching's during practice, during the game. They know that they need to rest. He's also, we get them their rest, get on the bench, get your fluids, get rested, come out. Mm. We just give them a short guidance. He's like, but our, you know, practice is when I do my coaching. Yeah, that's a good coach. Well, he's the best. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, but that's, but I hate to do that to Vocal, though. Why? <laughs> well, because, look, you know what Vocal has done? Because we, we literally just, just this is what Vocal has done. Jackson, just, right? just comparing him to Phil Jackson. Okay, but look. Yo. And I'm like, yo, like, Vocal okay. comparison is okay. like. Okay, cool. That's fair. We're not going to compare Vocal to Phil Jackson. But this is what I will say. Jason Kidd was a hell of a coach for the Lakers. Absolutely. Hang on, that's what I was going to go with. Andrea, was Jason Kidd that important? Yes. He, he, did the, anybody else know that? Yes, Bron did. Besides Dallas? No, no, no. Bron did. And I feel like the, the roster did as well. Because if you ever... I urge everybody to go back and look. When we called timeouts, Vogel was nowhere in sight. <laughs> like, literally, Jason Kidd was right there like in each in the players ears like telling them where we need to be yeah 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 telling them the calls that's who braun would go to mm -hmm. first i feel like the players trusted him and when we lost him it was more of like a little knock in the gut a little bit but huh, yeah <laughs> yeah you know and then you got you know got mr they're not gonna rook us Fisdale, <laughs> you know we got a man there which i mean i like my man i like my man energy but i just He's just there. I, he's just there for me. You know? <laughs> he's just there. Because I can't yeah. see him taking over. Like, hell no. I don't want him taking over. It's like, Vogel gets, you know, Vogel Did you gets, say uncle? Vogel. Vogel. Oh, uncle okay. Vogel. Uncle Vogel. Vogel. Sounds like a right thing. Uh, okay. Okay. So then let's just bring up the question. It, it, it has to be asked. <laughs> and it's early in the show, but it has to be asked, right? Um, is Vogel in jeopardy? Obviously not today. Yeah, man. But if so, That's this season, yes. this season, and okay, who? There's always that, yeah, get rid of it. Who takes the place? It's not so somebody for, on the bench so far. Hey, so for me, it has to be Fizz. I mean, that's LeBron's guy. You, you, you know what you do? You turn Rondo into the coach. <laughs> but we need him on the court, though. Player, player coach. Man, hasn't been done in years. Because if we see Russ mess up one more time mm. and crunch, we're going to need somebody to get in there and get our offense mm. together. So we can't put Rondo. But I feel as though if Vogel fails i hope he doesn't mm -hmm. um however but if he does i feel like it's just a push-up up the ladder i think fizdell will just fit in um defensive minded uh, most definitely we have enough offense to where it can sift through itself but mm -hmm. we need to make sure that that defense because i don't see it do y'all no there's no, no, no oh, defense okay. but he there's was no a, defense. he was a defensive coach i mean that's what that's they, what everyone said about vogel he's a defensive coach yeah. okay I, so can, I can say this though i i've i've watched a lot of the the Lakers, I, like just like everybody here, and 
there's some them guards up there do not help out the big man when it comes to <laughs> I mean they 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 allow people to shoot like literally to shoot that like I'm like wait a minute this is a new three new three point league you can't allow people just to shoot behind the screen you got to push them up you have to make them do things they're not comfortable in doing. And a lot of teams don't like shooting the mid-range. Run them off that three. Not the flyby. Run them off the contest, but stay contained. Don't just jump for jumping. Jump and contest. So you in this, So if he has to pump fake, he has to go into the teeth of the defense. You never see any of that, especially when you got Russell out there. And there's some times where Russell will let his man go all the way from the baseline, all the way to the top of the key, and he's still on the baseline. And like you can't – I mean, I don't care what defensive coach you got. If he doesn't put the effort in – to try to help out, you know, when people are cutting and nothing like that, you're not going to be able to – your defense is always going to be poor. And I know we talk about the turnovers, but his defense needs to pick up a little bit too. I agree. You know, and, and when you see Rondo or you see, like, Reeves come in and all of a sudden Reeves is just like, you know, Caruso. Everywhere. And, you know, like, you know, and, and it's like, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I at. love Laker fans. I love that almost almost every year. There's a fan favorite, and it's usually a rookie or a a unexpected or you know it's it's I mean look everyone loves LeBron and everything but the Lakers fan it was Luke it was this we always find coups it was this it's always that unexpected and and they make them a favorite and just make them feel at home I just love that I think it's I think it comes with um, and this year it's Austin Reeves in case you didn't know yeah and it's um. In the midst of all this glitz and glamour of of Hollywood, when you have that that lunch pail guy, that blue collar dude, that's willing to get dirty, that's what what always resonates with the Laker fan. Am I wrong in saying that I see a, some Danny Ainge in him? Yeah, I mean, you see, I mean, that's yeah, I, what I see. When I, I see uh, him out there. Yeah, I mean, Danny, am I wrong? I mean, I know what you're saying. Different like, kind of like tough nose in like mm-hmm. in your in your face kind of D. Just gonna um, be there. But I mean, we've like you said, you said Luke. We got Caruso. I mean, we have Mark Madsen. Madsen. Yep, we got. Yep, yep. We have now. You know, yeah, Roni Turioff. Oh, yeah, Roni. Oh, yeah, 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 we love Roni. Dude, if you put in the work, man, and you like you bang, or you really getting putting your body on the line, I think you know. We don't I'm expect really... MVP. You don't need to have MVP numbers to be a fan favorite for the Lakers. No. Like you said, put in the work, put in the grind, and you're going to be. Loved. I mean, honestly, I mean, he's I love probably, that about our the team. shine is probably wore off a little bit for Fish, but Fish was that guy. You know, Fish, when he was on, I mean, when he played there, he was always Rick Fox, Fox, you know, those guys, you know, like, so that's what it is, you know, and we unfortunately don't have a lot of those guys on the team now. We have a lot of guys that have been all stars, they're been past, you know, stars. So, you know, when you get a guy like Austin Reeves, it's kind of refreshing. I think that we can have that guy, though. Um, just watching, and I'm, this is just me from my vantage point. When I watch Malik Monk, I feel like if he locks in the defense, he's that, that it factor that can literally shift our Laker team and his numbers are there. If he gets the playing time, like his numbers matched up with his minutes, it literally just far exceeds his minutes played every single time he's on the floor. So if he locks in on defense, we have our it factor there. I think we have clientele on our roster that can literally fit that mold. We just have to give them the opportunity. THT just came back Mm -hmm. and he's not hitting a shot. But when I tell you the energy is just 
different. Mm-hmm. I swear. It's like AD played out of his mind. Russ was put in a pocket, dear God, thank you. <laughs> and then we have other people that are literally Carmelo's back in his shooting range. Like it's like everything just fit together. It's like that glue. I feel like if we give that opportunity once everybody heals, and that's the problem with being older and mm-hmm. a, a few younger people, uh, we have to give our our chance so we can have these people grow into what they could be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, but ahead. you know, it, it's it, look, it's very difficult this year though because <clears throat> the start that we have, and then I turned around because I was focused on what the Lakers were doing and all that stuff. Then I turned around, I was like, wait a minute, Warriors are like ten and one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm like, without oh. Clay, by the way, right? Without Clay, so and, I'm like, and if and when Clay comes back, it'll be plug and play. Yeah. So I'm like, oh snap, we really got to, you know, like that. We'll go there. <laughs> we we really have to start getting this together real quick because you know we're in seventh place and I get that the the you know it's early in the season we were what 12 13 games in but you have teams right now that really are playing you know to go get it mm-hmm. and and I just don't I need for us to run off six or seven games in a row so that way we could kind of get in that midst of everything by half by maybe all-star break it kind of balances out in in it because if we keep on you know, playing 500 ball, it, it's it's gonna be a you hard. Find yourself right back in the end. Yeah, and that playing game. It's gonna be real. It's gonna be really hard. And and another thing that I I don't see, um, just to reiterate your point is, there's no sense of urgency, no, right at all. Like you don't see that's what's killing them. It's almost like we just want to be healthy. If we're healthy, we're good. And I think that mentality is going to be the detriment because, like you said before. The the um the Warriors, but they were doing this last year. Like a lot of people weren't paying attention to it, and I yeah. was like, they were balling. They they balling, man, and they and they got something, and they figured it out. They figured out how to live without clay, right. which we didn't think they can do, and now they're showing that they can do it. And we don't. I mean, they're not playing for something. They're actually looking at it like, okay, you guys only won the championship because we were not healthy. But we that- were not there, and I'm like, I don't like that. But that's where it differs. So the Warriors have no expectations. Mm-hmm. Nobody's expecting them mm-hmm. to do. Uh, yeah, we just want them. And we know they're going to make the plans because they have Steph because he plays out of his mind. He's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. always in the scoring runner up. You know what I'm saying? But nobody has any expectations that they're going to win a championship. Now, <laughs> for me, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I'm not buying them for <laughs> the Western Conference Finals or anything like that. I think that they'll be good from day to day when you're seeing a different opponent. Nobody has a game plan so they can like literally scout you and play you in a seven game Mm -hmm, series. mm -hmm. You're going to do good right now. Mm -hmm. And I think for that reason, they'll be in the top four seeds. Mm -hmm. However, yo, I don't think people understand. Clay came back from two serious Mm -hmm. injuries, been gone for over two years. If there's anything that I know, you're going to lose a step on defense. And let's not, let's be clear with one another. Steph Curry is not good on defense Mm -hmm. and you're covering his back. So if you're slacking, that means you're literally slacking for the both of y'all. So where do you think this is going to go? Yeah, but you you still kind of want to have home court advantage though. I guess that's kind of what my point is. We want to be the top half of the uh well I, uh, okay. going into the playoffs right? i have another question mm-hmm. all right so uh we've talked about you know rondo how important he is for this team of course rondo was on the championship team in 2020 and then left and then came back um this is by design this is this is going to be rob palinka's playbook he is not gonna sign he 
Caruso took 37 for years, turned down two years, 15. There's $7 million difference if you if the Lakers just doubled the years and they weren't willing to do it. They're not doing any long-term deals. We're going to continually lose these players and have to plug and play. So when we say we have a monk or we have a this or we have a that. The rentals. The rentals for one year. Sure. When you talk about that the the Warriors have figured out working past, you know, the clay issue, at least for now, their core is still in place, kind of. I mean, there, there's some players are there, but the core is still kind of there. That will not be Rob Palinka's plan with this team, at least as far as we can see. Well, it's it. never been the Lakers plan we always are plug and play Mm -hmm. we've been like that since the 80s like we have we have players that come in fit a role and go for a ring we've done that when kobe was on the floor after Shaq left we're plugging in pal we're plugging in andrew we're plugging in lamar odom we know what pieces to fit in and immediately we're running for a ring immediately that's how the lakers are we get a star we have somebody that we need to win immediately with and we're just prone to that that's what we're equipped to do. Um, for me, with the the core that we have now, I definitely agree with you. It's literally a, a win or or this or is not the team next yeah. year. It's just not going to be. Oh, it's happen. not. Yeah, and and we and we don't have any draft capital. I don't think. Um, I think you know. So it's kind of hard to build the team with no draft capital, and then also the free agency. You know, we're over cap, so um, it is win or go home or win or bust, um, and. I don't know, but even though it looks doom and gloom right now, I just feel that we haven't seen the full complement of our players yet. And once we do... Um, that sounds so Doc River-ish. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like... Uh, you know what? You play with what you got. And and this is the team that Palinka put together with the age and the this and the known issues. That's just a friggin' excuse. That's a. Yeah. It's still preseason. It's still that's to me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Did I call it? <laughs> you like that one, Doc Yo, Rivers? That was so funny. No, but seriously, I I honestly feel like with the Lakers, like we have players that we're either gonna get it done or next year we're right up for a brand new roster. Mm-hmm. That's just how Even it if goes. they get it done, and, and, it's and, gonna be a brand new roster. It's gonna be a brand new roster <laughs> so regardless. The yeah. only piece that we have that continues, I think Russ would be on the books to stay again another mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the way things oh my God, I don't even want to go there. I exactly. mean well, and, and, exactly. and that's my point. I think I said that a couple, you know shows ago like look literally last year we we were a championship caliber team and 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 the only thing that hurt us were the injuries and we completely blew them up to another championship caliber team that's only thing hurting us is, is injuries so but what we've lost is we lost the chemistry right because nobody knows how to play with anybody apparently because that's kind of like what we're seeing and um man listen I was ha- happy when THT came in and, and we saw like a different type of energy. Exactly. And like you were saying earlier off, off air, like Baysmore, like, okay, we don't need him anymore. You know, like, I, never want to I mean, <laughs> shout, shout, out, shout, out, shout out to Baysmore. You held it down for a little bit. Thank you, Kent. But, bruh, no. No, 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 no. You 12th man. <laughs> our, our boy THT takes those minutes. Oh, uh, no. All those minutes. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing. I just need, I just, what is the, our roster? That that what's our eight that we could run maybe six games in a row five five six games in a row. Oh, that would be we would have Russ at one. We would definitely have THT at two. 
we would have Braun at three, AD at four, Dwight at five. Um, the three people off the bench would be Malik Monk. We would have Carmelo Anthony, who is definitely in competition for six man of the year. Brum, brum, brum. Mm-hmm. literally playing out of his mind and then rondo after that everybody can be plug in chug mm-hmm. at that point um i think deandre jordan is buying minutes so he can get familiar and accustomed so when we get to the playoffs like you're familiar with our offense and you can just plug in for me because i'm trying to sit here and wonder like vogel why is he starting Mm-mm. just just literally point out to me just just wave to andrea and tell her yo we're just getting him familiar because at this point i just want to no, it's okay if you just bring me to, into the no, because certain players fit. And and even today, watching the game, man, AD goes for over thirty. Like the oh my gosh, the way we should be running our offense. First primary person should always go through AD. If we all knew that, we'll be winning way more games than we're winning. But it's weird, huh? Right? Like you you would think that, right? You would think it, it echoes pretty much exactly what you were saying earlier. Yeah. It's 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 and I was thinking earlier and then we had this conversation off air, but um, it was it was the fact that now that LeBron got hurt, it almost forces Vogel's hand to play AD at the five because what because at first at first he wasn't going to do it, though. At first, remember the, the first couple of day games that LeBron was hurt. He still had DJ in the starting Absolutely. lineup and he had and one might. What you haven't heard about spacing? The spacing is ridiculous. Like, who do you have in there? You playing both of them? I mean, we, it was just like a bad move. And now AD is flourishing at the final, especially when you put in Carmelo in, in with him. Like, My you goodness. can see he has the outlet, which gives me, you know, when we're going back to that Westbrook shot where he actually dribbled the ball down like eight seconds and shot that three. Oh, my God. Please and, don't do this. And, and you see how <laughs> it, Carmelo Anthony is still hot. So I'm thinking, like, oh, why in the world would he never touch the ball? And I'm, I'm like, but he's waving for the ball, like he's literally waving at Russ. And then to your, to your left is is literally Carmelo waving here, me, me. Yeah. To your right is Malik Monk. Like I'm hot too. I yeah. just hit the last one. Yeah. And you chose to shoot that shot. Why? Why? Wasted eight seconds. Looked at the clock, and I'm <laughs> looking like, okay, 24. and just, and just, and it's just pounding the ball, and then said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shoot for me. And, 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 you know, and he missed it. And he, he missed, missed it. it. And he missed it. So, all right. Well, we have lots to talk about. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to take a quick little break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. You're watching the Profanity Nation podcast. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. The Profanity Nation is now the official podcast of the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. Be sure to join over 5,000 strong and growing. Also, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. Again, text Lakers to 22828 for a chance to win a free t-shirt. (sighs) 
All right, we're back. Actually, we never left, so you're still watching and listening to the Profanity Nation podcast. Again, we are the voice of the professional fan. We have Money Mike, Stat Pat, Simsta, and our special guest, Andrea, here today, and she's yes, just man. knocking it out of the park. I'm excited. We are excited, so we're, we're taking it here. Now, um, we have here, we have a comment here, and this one is uh, from Donovan Duncan. <laughs> wow, she should be in the front office. Matter of fact, give her Money Mike's chair. She is better looking. Um, I don't oh, argue. That. This is what we going through. I don't argue that. Oh, so. This is what we going through. Okay, cool. It's all good. <laughs> this is where we're going with that. Is that? I mean, hey, you know what? I get. He's right. He's right. Yeah, you're right. He's yeah. right. You can't argue with that. Dope, though. Uh, all right. So, so what we're doing here is we're hammering out the Lakers. Now, you just said uh, there was an update on the Golden State Warriors game. They lost tonight, I guess. Um, well, the Lakers won. They played against the Spurs, and they did get a win today. And like you said, THT came back. Now, if if you have been watching the show kind of since it's not hate it's the truth there you go donovan let's go get that up there um um, tht has been a personal favorite of the show because we all are south bay lakers season ticket holders Mm -hmm. and we've been watching our boy tht since several seasons ago um great player quiet he was always kind of quiet and just went about his business. But we've been looking forward to this for a while and can't wait to just see him blossom because there's still a lot more to go. You're a big THT fan? I am definitely a big THT fan. I like the fact that we have somebody that is under the age of 22 mm-hmm. and is literally going to flourish. I, I think that he's a promising piece that complements the Lakers tremendously. He's not scared. Even, you know, watching the playoffs last year, you know, when KCP looked like a deer in headlights, Alex Caruso looked like a deer in headlights, everybody else on the man, THT came in the game and scored 20 points immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, he hit the ground running, and I think that's what I love about him. He fits in perfectly. He complements the core that we have. So I'm 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 grateful, and I want to see uh, what we have in store for THD for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Andreas. So you know, he he was part of our G League team. You got to go to a G League. Game oh yeah, South Bay. You'll love because it. G League game is so more much more intimate than like Staples Center. But you're around like you're you know you're in a Laker house. But it's real intimate. Mm-hmm. And that's what you see, Caruso. That's what you see at THT. That's what you see Gary Payton Jr. That, oh, my God, we love yeah, him. Gary Payton Jr. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> yeah, he and was we, on South Bay for a while. I know. Right. And, and we're watching these players. We're like, he's the one. Like, you can see it. You can feel the energy. And then you have more of an affinity for him because they're, like, right next to you. You, you know, you can talk to them. And, you know, they're just right there. Then they get on the big stage. I told everybody, say, hey, y'all, THT going to ball out. And then. And we discovered, I feel like I knew about him three years before mm-hmm. everybody else did. Like and you ain't Caruso. Up, like, Caruso was the same yeah. story. Like, you ain't up on this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then we didn't show out. Yeah. yeah we, we've talked about, you know what, uh, for, for everything that the G League is and so forth, now they got Team Ignite. Um, the Lakers and the South Bay Lakers have really put out some talent. Some of the players that have, not all of them have made it onto a Lakers squad like Gary Payton Jr., but let me tell you, they're balling. Right. They're balling. And the G League is here with the Team Ignite and how many players got drafted in the top 10 from Team Ignite and how many are projected to go this year. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they're here to stay. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different ball game for the G Person, League. Person, the new, the new guy for the South Bay Lakers, uh, McClung. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, he went to the game. Yeah, the, the, he's the new guy. And um, and and we're excited about him. You know, he's he actually – him and Reeves are balling in the summer league. So – now that you you he didn't make it to the squad, but he's now killing in the, in in the G League, and he's like he's our point guard. We need to find minutes. I think for. that's Alex Russo the second. 
to be honest. If he picks up his defense, almost the same type yeah, of player. He's really he really is. Um and I mean I just like the fact that like you said, we have an opportunity to see these guys, to see the talent, and they come right into the squad. They come right in to the Lakers squad, and that's really cool. They yeah. work themselves right in. Andrea, you're obviously a fan of the game. Uh who's the team? Uh we're not gonna say the Lakers, but who are the the teams that, that you're expecting to see in the finals, if not the Lakers in the West? We're gonna say you expect to see the Lakers, but in the East and West, what what do you don't expecting? do that to her? Just ask her about the East. Don't 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 <laughs> no, she, she's no. in there, she's honest. She calls us straight. I'm gonna be honest. Right. Exactly. I'm gonna be honest. She can answer. You can't sleep on uh the best score that I've seen with my vantage from my vantage point. KD and what he has next to him, James Harden, when he decides to put the Twinkies down at night, like he looks great <laughs> in the game, right? So I think that literally um, Brooklyn, you can't sleep on. Um, Milwaukee's been riddled with injury, but I still think that Giannis is a force to be reckoned with. Nobody can stop him. Mm -hmm. You put three and four people on him and you're still trying to stop him. And they have three or four people injured right now while they're on this losing streak. So out of the East, I have Milwaukee and I definitely have Brooklyn. For the West, um, golly, I don't want to admit this because so many people have argued with me on Clubhouse, but I'll go on ahead and admit it. The Warriors are scary, yeah. <laughs> especially because they have two things. Clay Kurt. hasn't Clay. It's not even Curry. You oh, have the best. Kurt, you have Steph Curry. Like, what kind of what kind of coaching do you need with Steph yeah, Curry? Dude. Anyway, but. You have Clay sitting on the bench that's coming back and he's healing fast enough to come back before Christmas. If he is 80% of who he was, yo, that's a scary sight. And then they also have trade bait to go after somebody yeah. who's disgruntled in Philly, Ben Simmons. And then you have a younger, stronger, bigger Draymond and Ben Simmons coming over there if they make that trade. Yo, that's a scary sight. I think that between the Warriors... I honestly am not buying, honestly speaking, sorry, Clipper fans, but not really sorry, disrespectfully. But I, I'm <laughs> only saying the Lakers and the Warriors have the West sold. That's yeah. it. That's Lakers it. and the Warriors. Well, also what the Warriors have, again, is they have the swagger. They have been there. So e even though they're, they, they haven't been there for a couple of years, they haven't forgotten. They know who they are. They know the team. The team personality is right. there, and they still have that swagger. So there's there there isn't. You, you're not thinking that the Warriors are going to get shell shocked in the in the playoffs or or run into the bright lights and have an issue. That's not going to happen. So if they're strong, you're going to have to beat them. Absolutely. Right. They're not a team that will collapse like no. the Clippers. No, 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 or for somebody. sure. For no. sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're a team you're going to have to beat, and they're going to give you your all. So you're absolutely right. They're scared. Yeah. They they look for cracks in the armor. Like they go, and if you're up by like they're up by 15 points in the third quarter, and they all of a sudden cut that thing down to seven going into the fourth, they're like they got you, cause they looking at us like two threes right now. We back in the game. You scared? Like you got 10 minutes to go in the game. We still coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they come at you relentlessly. So it's like, I just think they are they are the for me the they're the ones, and they they have a chip on their shoulder. I'm like I'm sorry if it's. If you winning championships and all of a sudden by injury and all this stuff happens and you see that you got like food or then something left on the bone, you're coming back now with energy. Now you're coming back to prove. You got that drive. Now you have drive. Now it's like it's hard. It's like when the Lakers were motivated. It's like when you had Kobe Bryant so and everybody was like, you know, it was Shaq and Kobe and it's like Shaq and Kobe. And then all of a sudden we had those down years and then Kobe like, oh, but I got a squad now. Right, right, right. I got a squad now. Right. So now Kim talking that stuff now and we're going to see. And he showed, and he showed, and, he showed. and this is what I'm saying. This is, 
you don't want to give a team like that motivate. That's why it's up to the Lakers. And it's good, though. I mean, it's good. Iron Shoppers Iron, you got to go ahead and meet that. You want to be the man. And if you want your legacy, and that's all I'm talking to all the people on the Laker team. I'm talking about LeBron, everybody. You want to get your legacy, you got to beat the Warriors. If the Warriors are up there in the Western Conference Finals, the Lakers got to beat the Warriors. They have to. Listen, at this point, like, if LeBron can make it work with Westbrook, he that guy. I'm <laughs> Bro, just saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my man is averaging like five turnovers a game, Yo. man. I'm like, hey, you know what? It, it's really, more like nine, but yeah, okay. And that's really bad because, you know, Everybody was happy today because there was only 14 turnovers. There was only 14 turnovers. So they were like, oh, my God. Like, the Lakers have 14 turnovers. <laughs> Who, how only, but only. Westbrook has seven That's of them. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking so about. We're like, oh, like, you know, because I was excited. Like, oh, cool. We cut down turnovers. But nah. the guard didn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> he didn't. The guard didn't. The most important part, right? <laughs> right. So and he can't help himself. Yeah, that's the problem. But you know what though? But I think they I think he can, man. I think if they figure out how to run the offense through him and they do some cuts and they run some plays, I think that's a rondo type. Stop jumping in the air to make a pass. Stop jumping. Stop leaving your feet. Yeah. Okay. Stop leaving your feet. Okay, so we know what's not working. But we do know that this guy was MVP in the league. He averages a, a triple double, uh, you know, two, three years in a row. Like there's something there. We just have to figure out what it is. The number two man at the time was Stephen Adams. He ain't asked for no ball. Who was he pass? He was he was getting those assists to somebody. Mean, he was doing off the backboard. He actually <laughs> off the backboard to himself. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, look. We got him. I, I said, you guys are witness. I said that I would have preferred Bradley Beal versus Westbrook. Okay, but that wasn't available. Yeah, but I, but so. I, I would just, I would just say, but Buddy Hill was. Tell him again, it, Mike. That wasn't on the table. Okay, but but like Buddy Heald, Buddy Heald, or now Westbrook. Can, that was well, it. Now we can talk about that because Buddy yes. Heald. We 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 decided to take on a a whole science experiment in the seventh grade, <laughs> trying to build a volcano that could explode perfectly at nine point two seconds with Russell Westbrook. It's like we literally picked the hardest job to complete by fitting him in with our offense when we knew exactly where our deficiencies were. We needed mm-hmm. somebody who can create for themselves we needed shooting and we needed our big man back perfect Dwight wants to come back cool we brought in DeAndre excellent then we got a slew of shooters yo but we bring in Russell Westbrook who can't shoot a lick like I don't understand and then when he's creating for other people he's he'd rather create for himself than others yo this is the first time I've ever seen somebody that averages more turnovers a game than actually field goals made that's Mm. wild have you looked at and that as stat? All star. It was like fifty. It's like fifty percent of the games we've played. He's had more turnovers than actual field goals, like balls in the basket. That's I'm like, crazy. yo, pass the eighty. So we uh, how come we're not? What, we're not hearing. I, I have no idea. But what's his plus minus? I haven't heard anything. Oh, it's per. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, we're gonna find it, out. You're gonna it's find out. What, 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 hey, what? Man, hey, stat Pat, you gonna let her beat you? Hey, she got the phone in her hand, man. So, listener, watcher Donovan Duncan again chiming in. First of all, he said the Twinkies comment was cute, so he liked that. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, he says it's gonna be Golden State and the Suns out of the West. He's all, come on. He's all, it's way too early in the season. The standings will change before All Star break. Of course, we agree, but that's what we do. We ponder here on the show, and that's what we all do. We all think this 
sky is falling when our yeah. team loses, and then everything's grand and championships are on their way when we win. And, and that is interesting because the Suns didn't really do anything with their team. We didn't even mention them. No, man. <laughs> they didn't need to do anything with their team, though. All they needed was because we knew what their sore spot was. Mm-hmm. Like, after uh, Aiton went out, like, you didn't have any big man that could take his spot that was right. experienced enough. Now you bring in JaVale McGee, who Ding, ding, ding. One with the Lakers, one with the Warriors. You have somebody experienced coming in for him off the bench. Like, you plugged, you did what we were supposed to do. Right. You plugged and chugged what you were missing, and you kept going with the pieces mm-hmm. that you had. Mm-hmm. I think that the Suns, they're having a rocky start, honestly speaking, because Aiton hasn't signed his extension. Yeah, that money games. hanging over they his head. Games. Like, look, come on, man. Y'all need Aiton. Don't play that game. Yeah. Y'all want to be stuck with uh, JaVale be- McGee starting? Come on, bro. We don't want that. But <laughs> apparently, they're front office is in turmoil right now yeah. from what oh, yeah. we're hearing understood so Absolutely. so who knows what's going on in that area there yeah, dude, i don't want to, i don't think i want to sign that contract <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> get me out of here yeah, on the first trade smoke you know in. and that that really is interesting though because chris paul where he was all into the whole revamp of the clipper uh situation he's like we'll have to wait and see we thought what do you mean you have to wait and see You've been through something similar. Like, why are you waiting to see it now? 40 million. Why are you waiting to see now, though? But Chris Paul don't care about nothing but that dollar sign. He was all into the orchestration of, you know, everything. Man, this man is the president. Like, he can sell you a dream. Chris Paul don't care. That man is trying to get his millions, bro. At the end of the day, he's on a team that's not terrible. And that's the key. I want to be on a team that. Yo, if I'm plugging chugged in here, we're not terrible. I actually yeah. can make a run. And that's what he did for himself. Yeah. Plus, you're making all these millions when you can't even stay on the floor 60% of the time. You yeah. got a whole great, uh, a he great, did. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> great him. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so let's just go around the table. We'll start with you. We're going to put you on the spot, Andre. Um, we talked about the Westbrook. We talked about the Buddy Healed. Uh, we all know it, it's come out that literally the Buddy Healed de- deal was basically done. Kuz thought he was going to Sacramento. Um, Somebody came in and said, no, go this way and do it now. Who made that call? You want me to answer that? You already know. Well, well, we know that Palinka signed off on it. And then you want me to tell you who made that call? Bro, you know Ron we know, said, bring say. Russ to L.A. Okay, so you then he owns Ron this. You know Ron said, bring my friend to, to L.A. Yeah, we'll <laughs> okay, okay, so he owns this then. If it who, who else has the leverage he to say, bring him it, here though. and we, veto we, some other deal that's almost penned? Yeah. It has to be your superstar, right? Yeah. Unless it's a Palinka saying. It okay. can't be. I don't believe, I don't believe no it was. Okay. Hey, you know what? Chef knows answer to that. I do. Carmelo said it. Carmelo said it. Y'all know yes. that they had an interview with Carmelo, and and when LeBron called Carmelo and said, "Hey, what do you think about me coming? I mean, about you coming over here?" And Carmelo basically said, "Hey, man, it's up to you. You the GM. Yep. That, you know, exactly. I mean, that's exactly. what Carmelo exactly told him. And said so, that in the freaking <laughs> this in interviews in, in, after, right? But <laughs> like Carmelo said trade. that LeBron was the GM. Yeah. Right? You know, so and he said that really because this is this really happened after that trade. So it was like he like, wait, oh, you already making moves, right? Listen, like, we're not strangers <laughs> to this though. Like Bron's been doing this since Miami. Yeah. He's been doing this everywhere he yeah. goes. Yeah. Like, but." The, the crazy part about it is, and this is what gives me solace at the end of the day, when when LeBron creates a team, nine times out of ten, 
we yeah. all win. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I'm waiting for you to come back, homie, so we can win this thing. Because right now, sir, you're sorely missed. That's all Bruh. I gotta say. Right now, you're <laughs> hey. sorely missed. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, look, look. Y'all, I mean, y'all know Kuzma's averaging 15 and 9. Man, I I'm have, just saying. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> I told everybody, nine, yeah. if he gets to Washington, I said, man. watch this. He's going to average 18 and 10 man. easy. Give him a year and a half. That man's going to make some work. Hey, Montrez averaging, I think, 14 and 12. But Let's we know. But we know. KCP doing what KCP do. He's still Yeah. He's Catavius. Catavius is still averaging eight points. Eight points. Three assists. No, but he gets it done on the defense. That perimeter defense is uncalled. Like, Honestly, this is this is what made me shed a tear randomly one day. I'm watching our defense work our defense work on the perimeter and I'm like, yo, I really miss KCP right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, because he would have tightened like, up that corner. Exactly. I'm <laughs> like, yo, every time AD gets Suck to the perimeter. There's no weak side. I'm looking like, yo, that's an easy layup. I already know it's coming. Just coming. go on ahead and score so we can go to <laughs> offense. Like, I really missed him. But hopefully with THT back, we can even this score. And Trevor Ariza, please get well, sir. Yeah. Please, thank you. I'm telling you, I mean, I think our wings. It's just that we're putting our hopes on <laughs> I love right? Trevor, but oh man, we're putting pinning our hopes on it. I mean, a, a, at, the same, at the end of the day, though, Jeff, I mean, we, we ain't got no choice, man. Right. I mean, you feel me? You feel me? Like, it's like you say this, you know, you say this, like, I'm supposed to be like, uh, but who else is going to walk it's through that Trevor door? Or Kent, though. You know what I'm saying? Who walking through that door? It's the people that we waiting to get off the injury list, okay? That's Other true. than that, we ain't got no money. Okay, we okay, went. We have no roster spot. It's like a new. It's like a new signing when they come, they come off the injury list. And like, and the only person that any team will want is THC. Yeah, we, of course. We are not making. We can't make a single trade. No. They, we can't get rid of Westbrook. Everyone will want us to throw in THC. No. That's why we. Um, I don't know if you guys knew. That's the reason why we didn't get Kyle Lowry because we wouldn't part with THT. Mm. So. Um, <laughs> We could have a, a, a high scoring point guard at this point that can yeah, actually right. uh, see the floor. <laughs> yeah. If if we were willing to part with THT, but I, I am glad that we kept him because moving forward, the Lakers always get themselves stuck in a rut after somebody leaves, and then we're like, "Yo, where are we going from mm-hmm, here? Mm-hmm. Who are we going to get?" But see, yeah. But the problem with that is like nobody's thinking like past that. Like it's like, oh. This is the star. We're gonna get him. Uh-huh. Nobody like thinks like, oh, but we are losing defense. We are losing, you know, execution and you know, gameplay and pits and yeah. you know, like yeah, you know, because I mean here's the thing. I I I feel that there needs to be obviously stars on the team, but they they need to be put in with players that know how to play their role. Mm-hmm. And we don't have players that no, I mean that know really their role, the intricate people. You know what I mean? Like we have so many stars, and they expect for them to be a star, have a star role. Like my whole thing is like, look, hey, okay, cool. I would sit LeBron and 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 Westbrook down. All right, cool. I, I gotta start both y'all because you know I gotta start. But look, LeBron, we sit. You gonna have your you know at six minutes. You gonna go out. 
you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Westbrook, that six minutes, you're going to go out. We're going to put Rondo in. And y'all ain't going to be on the court at the same time. No more. You got to stagger minutes. No no more. Like, yeah. the, the only, y'all literally are going to have six minutes in, in the, unless something happens, it's foul troubles and stuff like that, make adjustments. But other than that, I'm not ever having Westbrook and LeBron on the floor at the saying, same time. I've been saying this right? from day one. It doesn't make sense because you can't play Russell Westbrook off the ball because we going to have the same 24 second shot clock right. situation mm-hmm. with him at mm-hmm. the three point, mm-hmm. like with Braun on the ball. Cause we know with Braun, he's not coming off the ball. Right. No, like it's not happening. And that's the, fr- that's what I was saying when, when I said Westbrook won't be effective unless he has the ball. But you know, what's funny though, is that, and I remember saying that uh, we were talking about, it. I remember saying like, you know what? We got to let Russ be Russ. Russ got to handle that rock because don't ask you know, him to they, change. They, and then can't let him change because you don't want him. You want him to be able to do what he does because we want him to be comfortable. If this were comfortable, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, yeah, then he, LeBron, you didn't hold that rock. You let him. Just, but here's the thing, oh, though. But there, there doesn't look bad if he comes off the bench. I know that will never happen. Yeah, I know it will never happen. We pay him too much money. Um, he's definitely a starter. He's gonna start. Um, but I think that if he played with the bench squad, yes, okay, so he like could be money. him. He could be him. He, he, he has to know. I think big players on the team need to know what their role is. You know, we knew with. Uh, I hate to go back He's to Phil oblivious. Jackson. I hate to go back to Phil Jackson. I knew when I I could look at the clock and knew what the lineup was going to be. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's yeah. a fact. Can I? Can we get some? part of that like if we get that that's important for players because they play better knowing when you're expecting mm-hmm. and getting into Absolutely. a rhythm mm-hmm. yeah and, mm-hmm. and you know what because see there's that's not a small thing there, there are some players that's why i really really hated like what went on with montres Harold last year because he's an energy guy so he's a guy that you need to get in early so he could get that energy so it could be infectious for the rest of the team so that way we could play but they was putting montres hill in at like you know, junk time. He was trying to give that energy, but the game was already lost. So, what's oh, the energy for? And he so, doesn't perfect have example it. today. THC came in with that energy, and everybody fed off of that. And we actually, because see, we had been winning games, but I wasn't even really happy with the wins because they weren't like dominating, or you know, and it wasn't. You know, you just didn't feel like okay, we got this. You know what I mean? This this game against Antonio, you kind of feel like. Oh, we got this. I see a flow. I see, you know, I see you know people what doing this. Is, what money doing? Mike? You know what that is, Money Mike? THC, go ahead. No, it's it's literally um, an energy and a leadership. Right. Okay? okay. When THC gets on that floor, it's like he brings a different energy to the 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 game. Like mm-hmm. everybody is excited. Everybody knows mm-hmm. where to go um, because he knows his role. He can hit the outside shot. He can create off for himself. He can go off the dribble. Like you don't have to depend on Russ to create for you. And I think that's what our issue was before. We had so many people waiting for that pass from yeah. what Russ after he's expiring 16 seconds off the 24th yeah. second shot clock. I'm like, yo, why are you doing this, mm-hmm. dude? Are you looking for a shot for yourself? Like, yep. move the ball. What are you doing? And why isn't he being held accountable? That can only happen once, twice in a game, and then you, you, come you here know, for a second. Absolutely. Okay, but get your ass over here for a second. Right? We need to okay, freaking talk. This would make you mad about that. This is what makes you mad about that. As bad as Russ plays, he always ends up with almost a triple-double. 
That's smoking mirrors. No, I'm it sorry. is smoking mirrors. No, I agree. You, I, 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 no, I, I agree with you. Every day on that on Clubhouse, I, I, every single day. I'm sorry. I don't care if he has 16, 15, and 12, bro. If we lose, at the end of the day, your numbers are supposed to help and catapult. You're a point guard. You are the instructor on the floor, the coach on the floor. You're supposed to propel everybody else's offense and defense, bring the morale together, and be the coach on the floor. If you're getting a triple-double and we're losing, you're being selfish at the mm -hmm. end of the time. Mm -hmm. For me, the best rust we get is when he's averaging 10, 10, and 10. No more. No less. I don't need you to score anything. I need you to take those layups when they're wide open. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't need you creating any shots for yourself. He does need to make those layups, by the way. He does. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. God. I need you to make these layups. And there's like four <laughs> or five a game. I need you to create for everybody else. And I need you to rebound because right. you know exactly where to be. Other than that, yeah. your job is done, sir. Yes. <laughs> I mean. Well, and I like, I agree with you. But what happens is when everybody looks on the paper, they're like, oh, well, he had triple-double, so he's worth whatever they say he's worth. Well, I mean, I tell everybody, like, and I've been saying this since the beginning of the season, you show me a point guard on a championship team that averages Thank four you. turnovers a game. Thank you so much. And I'll you wait. Tell me, and I'll wait. I'll wait. Because you know it's not happening. So I can tell you right now, if we can have all these, we can have everybody on the court shooting over 40% from three. We can have we can have a top 15 defense. We can have top 10 offense. We can have all that. But if it, my man is still averaging four turnovers a game and doing turnovers in the crucial fourth fourth quarter moments, we're not winning anything. It doesn't matter. He's and gonna that's sabotage. Where they all come sabotage. From. He's gonna sabotage it before we even get to to a point that we can win the game. Hey Jeff, I know we're running out of time, but you see that BBJ trade he just threw up there on the comment? Uh Damien Lillard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and run that back here really quick. Okay, so he's saying uh trade uh Westbrook and THT for Damian Lillard. Are we doing that, Andrea? Absolutely. What the heck wait, kind of question wait. is that? I, I just want to throw it to her. That's just what that big I just want to throw that to her. What you mean? No, hold on, hold on. I'm trying like, to let, let, why? Let's why be wouldn't? clear. No, no, no. Let's be no, clear. No, I'm not saying that we're not. No, no, no. I just want to throw it to you first. But let me, let me make it real plain for you. <laughs> Damian Lillard is a point guard that can score from three, deep three, get to the rack, create for others. Yo, then we got LeBron right next to him. Just in case you have a malfunction mentally on how the the offense should work i know that you're still gonna hit that shot that i need you to hit mm -hmm. but tht who else you want you want kent <laughs> you can have kent too you can dude. have kent too you want kent dude. you can have them all dude hey bbj <laughs> you got your answer don't play games you can what have kent too what a bbj no, i mean lily hey my goodness look i'm you, just responded to the I'm comments telling you, i'm telling you man that was I'm, I'm mad at it. we didn't get healed like, I'm just like, that's how far I'm like, we don't even need to go above and beyond. You just need somebody to do what I need you to do. And if that, if they go out there and they try to close out on a three, you're not a deer in headlights. You actually can put the ball on the floor. You can get to the rack and you can create for others if you need to. That is something the Lakers are missing. And they went out and they just, instead of getting just something a little bit, a little couple pieces, they went all over the place. That was the risk they took when when all the news was healed and they did a reverse and went this way. It was when everything 
were a huge mistake because he would have been here probably longer than a year. We would have started a new core. Um, if you watch the show, if you're a fan of the Profanity Nation podcast, then you know, you happen to know that every single episode, we end it with a special segment that we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to share a little thought, opinion, his thoughts on a topic, and he just wants to know, is it inbounds or out of bounds? Money Mike, you go. You know, I really want to, I think y'all go agree with me. I always say that, right? But you know what? I, I was looking at this week, and there were two things that happened this week. There, there was a Jokic push of, uh, uh, <laughs> Morris, of my brother. guy Morris, right? Hey. And, and, you know, I'm here for it. Right? I'm all and, here right? for that. And then, then there was you know the little tussle with Gobert and 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 uh, who was that? Not is it Mitchell? Whatever they pulled them down and. And uh, and they, I don't know what they started doing. It's like they started slow dancing uh, or something. WWE, <laughs> you know, they started slow dancing. Toggle. And you know, and I was thinking when I was like, dude, why why are they doing this? And then Gobert said something that really made like sense. He was like, look, you know, ain't nobody about this life in right now, right? So ain't nobody gonna fight. We already know that somebody gonna come in <laughs> and do this. So and I was like, you know what? He's right. So am I out of bounds to say they should even be acting like they want to be try to fight because ain't nobody really want trying to fight. Ain't nobody scared of nobody. Everybody knows that everybody going nuts in the, in the off season. You know, back when Magic and we Magic really hated Bird. You know, Jordan really hated Isaiah. You know, you know, you you felt that tension when they went. The freaking Rick Fox in the preseason game went Christy. and got Doug Christie. We ain't getting none of that no more. Those times are over. Am I out of bounds that they shouldn't even even act like they mad at somebody? Okay, no, you're not. Okay, you're not out of bounds. I'll say that. Not out of bounds. But I say this, that Gobert situation, eh, that's weak. Now, the Jokic and, and, and Marquise Morris, okay, see, we can talk about it. Because <laughs> at least at least Jokic was like, okay, I'm tired of the BS, okay? You try me. Okay, first of all, Jokic was bad. I mean, he, he can't pull up from the logo, from the map, try to shoot a three when you up by 15 points. Okay, he in violation. Okay, he knew that. So he knew something was going to come. But when he shot it, and when Morris came and tried to hit him in his ribs, you exposing me and you hurt me on purpose. And that's like, for real, like that can really hurt me. Sure so when he came and he basically cleaned him up, just basically just <laughs> clean him up and he was on the floor. I'm all for that. Like, look, and I'm like this. <laughs> but they're and, not, they're not real though. But okay. But let's okay. But you don't know the whole story though, because then all of a sudden the other brother come in the twin he talking like, you know, you're going to do it behind the back. Now, I don't know if you know about Joker's brothers. I don't know if you've seen them. <laughs> Lord, they look scary to me. Have you seen the mugshot? They look scary to me. I don't know oh. if you they know look, You know what? They, they look like the bad guys in a, like, rock movie. Everyone, dude. <laughs> they, they look like the, the next they bad look, guys in the new They look like the bad guys in Rush Hour. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not messing with that. For real. We need to cast them in one of our shows. Let me tell you. The Joker's brothers are seriously something I'm not messing with. I mean, you come out of War torn Eastern Bloc Europe, and you live in the about They ain't worried about nothing, dude. They, they live in their Brooklyn, best life right now. Everything is house money at this point. So he's in bounds. He's in bounds. All right. You're out of bounds. The reason why you're out of bounds is from what I went through today. It's basketball. Oh, no. Time, we can't, we can't time, time. It's basketball. Mm. It's competition. These guys are going to step up and try and stand up because they're in competition. They may know they're not going to fight. We don't have time to so talk forth. about what you went through today. We don't have any time for that. But uh, anywhere at, wait till we tell you what happened today. <laughs> All right. So, so even <laughs> at, at street ball games on the court, you're getting a run. It, things get heated. It's going to happen. But that's real. 
Yeah, but the, but when you but when you're on the court and these guys are on the court, they're responding, they're reacting, they're not thinking where no, am no, I? No, this no, and that. no, they're no, just look, responding. Look, look, we got wait, 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 wait. He just loves. We have to summarize. We have to summarize. But Jeff, Jeff was actually we was filming for our show at a street ball event at a park, at a park, and there was a fight, and they were nobody was breaking the fight up. Is that's what I, what I'm. My point is in the NBA, you know. They got five seconds to look at each other. Ain't nobody throwing a punch. And now it's all hold me back. The refs are already there. Right. You know, literally at his event, they got cameras out watching to see who it's going to happen. They were cheering. That's the difference. (laughs) difference. There's about 200 people cheering, to be honest with you. Go ahead, Andre. I'm out of bounds. Uh, Look, the way I saw that fight, yo. All applause to Jokic, man. I'm serious, yo. This man is airborne with his ribs exposed. I don't know if it's a pass or a shot, but he was airborne, so you can't protect yourself. You're getting a shot with an elbow and a shoulder Mm -hmm. in your rib cage, and you're, you're walking away like, huh, and you're the 14th man on the bench. Yeah. Stop it, bro. Yeah. You came in just to enforce some stuff. Yep. You don't make any difference yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden, you can't police how I come at you after right. you done tried to take me out. Sorry, I'm the reigning MVP, right? Mm-hmm. You're the 14th man on your bench. <laughs> so if I come at you and I get an extra uh, rush hour whiplash going backwards, hey, man, you should have <laughs> never turned your back. So I think... You're inbounds. I think that nothing was going to happen anyway. The refs are there. I think I actually like the competition. Yo, the Jokic brothers already bought tickets to the game on November 29th. (laughs) I'm ready to see part two. Let's go. I I just wanted to be real. That's all I'm at. That's all I'm saying. That's real. real. That is. I think that's real. That's real. It's going to get like they 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 for real. Like, I mean, (laughs) me, bro, you. If you ain't seen a man, do some homework, man. Yeah, do some homework (laughs) on on, on the the Jokic brothers. Money Mike, you've got something special. Go ahead. Hey, so, you know, we're at the end of the show. We love to give gifts out to all of our guests. But, you know, these are real, really special gifts because these are our shirts. Um, I'm giving you three of them, Andrea. First one, we're going to give you our Profane Nation trophy. Uh, you know, search about that, but then you know, because I know you, I know you very well, I know how you be feeling about all this stuff. I got you a trade them shirt, so, so whenever you, whenever you see somebody, you just wear that trade them shirt, and then they go say, Who you want to trade, right? And then if you think somebody making too much money, you say, How much longer is this contract? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna give all three of these, I'm giving all three of these, I'm giving all three of these uh, shirts to you. So you can go rock them because we thank you guys. whatever feeling. So if you're just happy about the championship, boom. You want to trade somebody, boom. Listen, you want you, you want the contract to inspire, boom. This profanity nation's shirt will be worn at the parade this year. All right, there we go. Appreciate that. I love it. Let's I do it. it. Well, thank you so much, Andrea, for show, uh, showing up and joining our show tonight. Again, we couldn't wait, and we're definitely going to invite you back. Thank you. You so promise much you're going to come back me. at some point? I promise. All right. Yeah. Promise. All right. Everybody else, thank you for watching the profanity. Where can Nation everybody find podcast. Andrea? Hold on. Oh, there you go. Please. Oh, goodness. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at DreaBaby115. You can find me at Clubhouse, Drea knows underscore NBA. Um, I have my room. Um, I'm part of Laker Nation on Clubhouse. Most definitely. Please come and join us. Talk about it. We definitely talked about the bumps and bruises on the way to this ring that we are about to get this year. So I'm so excited. 
All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Again. So I'll close up the show. Thank you for watching the Profanity Nation podcast. Uh, We appreciate your time. Be sure to download the TGM Sports or the TGN app. That's where you can also play our show live. And then also definitely go on to Clubhouse and join the Los Angeles Lakers fan club because that's where you can participate in the show. Until next week, have a great week. We will see you then. And thank you guys so much. Peace. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. Williams.